Good afternoon. Um, today is Sunday. It is April 23rd. So hopefully everybody's having a good weekend, had a good week. Um, there is a lot I want to talk about today. So um, I chose to do recording like on a video. I never do that because... I don't know. I don't like to <laughs> record and like watch myself at the same time, but I figure try something different. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try this today and see how it works. Um, so I'm going to talk about, I have a planned episode, but I also wanted to talk about Mercury retrograde and kind of explain how that's going to impact us this time. So that, that started on the 21st. And um, I feel like it definitely did. It started for me. And, and it actually what happened on the 21st, I think it was on the 21st, inspired um, me to do the episode that I'm doing today. So hopefully it was it's helpful to somebody. Um, now you can see like how I'm talking and like I use my hands when I'm, when I'm recording. <laughs> So um, I guess this is a good way for me to see like how it is when I'm recording too. But um, so yeah, I'm going to go into a little detail about what Mercury retrograde, how it's going to be this time. Um, and just a reminder to like not just go with the flow, just go with it. You know, um, it's all going to it's going to impact us in different ways, but it's usually always for the our greater good. So to keeping that in mind. Um, besides that, I can't really think of what else I would have to say, but if I have something else to add, I will say it. <laughs> um, I, okay. So for the Mercury retrograde, that is from, I believe April 21st until like May 14th, but yep. April 21st to May 14th. So I'm getting this from Instagram. Uh, the uh, This Instagram page, I've said it before. It's called Moon and Cactus. I really like her her page. Um, she talks about astrology a lot, but it's also like, I don't know. I feel like I always come across her page on a time when I need to get a message. And sometimes she has this like virtual thing that you can interact with and it kind of spins and you can screenshot it and it'll give you a message of like what you need to hear. And I feel like, it usually gives me a message that I do need to hear. So um, I'll say my, um, I, uh, Puff is puffing today. I like it. So anyways, <laughs> see, this is why I can't do the screen. All right. So like I said, Mercury retrograde is April 21st to May 14th, right? Um, Yeah. I, okay. I'm going to get into it, but I just want to highlight my brows they're browing right now like shout out to shawnee uh that's who i go to to get my eyebrows and my wax and baby she hooked me up today you know but anyway <laughs> let's get to it right um okay so mercury retrograde like i said april 21st to may 14th so it says, there's nothing to fear. Mercury retrograde is a time to slow down and reflect on the areas that aren't working. Mercury will be in Taurus, providing us a clue as to what aspects aren't working. We'll be questioning our value and worth, 
within our long-term goals slash projects, career, finances, possessions, personal relationships, and our sense of stability and security. Um, Mercury retrograde certainly does not mean you can't start anything new. It just means that we need to be more thorough, double or even triple checking all things related to communication, such as text, emails, letters, documents, and even transportation. This is a time to become better listeners, better communicators, and to set better boundaries for ourselves. So during Mercury retrograde, again, it's already started, but you still have time. It's until May 14th. So it says, be patient with yourself and with others. Slow down and be extremely thorough. Don't overlook or half-ass anything. Forgive yourself for making mistakes. You are only human after all. If it's not working, let that shit go. Okay. So like I said, just go with it. You have to go. Uh, Mercury retrograde sure does get a lot of hype, but there's absolutely nothing to fear. I really agree with that because I think a lot of times in the beginning when I was starting to learn about spirituality and different things like Mercury retrograde and angel numbers and stuff, I always was thinking that Mercury retrograde was something bad, but it can be viewed as bad, but it's bad because it's bad for your ego. Because a lot of the times it's a time where, um, your life is being cleaned up, like getting rid of people that don't belong in your life. Um, maybe making you like this one is for tourist season. It's about communication and just being very thorough and it could help you to be at a time right now to like be thorough about the way that you do things, whether it be your business, your communication, or just the way you, your habits. Right. So I think that even though it can be viewed as quote unquote bad, it's not bad. In the end, it's really just helping you grow as a person. So I don't think that we should fear Mercury retrograde. I think we should look at it as a time to just see like what we need to do that maybe we haven't been paying attention to. So, you know, Taurus season, Taurus are um, the bulls. They're stubborn, but they also have a lot of great qualities about them. Um, I know a few Tauruses. My mom is a Taurus. Um, and they are, they're very smart people. They, they get things done. They're a fellow earth sign. Um, it's always Taurus, Capricorn, Virgo. I'm a Virgo. And Taurus are, yeah, they're just, they're pretty, like I said, they are bullheaded. <laughs> and, um, but they do have a lot of great qualities about them too, because they're super hardworking. They um, can be very social. Some of them, um, they can be very funny and um, they do have, you know, like good intentions. Um, they're like, they're like the good in between, honestly, between Capricorns and Virgos. Cause I think Capricorns in my experience with Capricorns can be very, Oh, they, I, I know they say Virgos are very hypocritical and like by the books, but I feel like Capricorns are like that, but I feel like Capricorns are just, sometimes they can be pretty difficult to deal with in my opinion, in my experience, right? In my experience, I do know some Capricorns that I am very cool with, but for the most part, I just don't gel with them and I don't really know why, but Taurus, I can get along very well with most Taurus, men or women. Um, I think it's just because they're, again, I think they're like in between the Capricorn and Virgo and they can kind of just blend with either one. And they're just a little bit more fun, I, I think. Um, but that's just, again, my opinion, but in my experiences. But again, that's Mercury retrograde. So hopefully, again, it's April 21st to May 14th, but just go with it and hopefully 
you will get some good results out of it. I'm praying for myself to get some great results out of it. Um, and just clean up, clean up what it's got to clean, but bring it in, like bring in the good stuff, right? So that was that housekeeping stuff. So what I also want to talk about today is um, this post that I saw on Twitter. And so um, I just want to make sure I got all of it, but yeah, I did. So like I said, April 21st, which was on Friday, um, was the beginning of Mercury retrograde. And so had an experience, um, where I was communicating with someone, um, and, it was just, I wouldn't necessarily say out of character, but it was just an interesting conversation. And um, it's very interesting how it works, how how things work, because as I had the conversation with them, this is via text, I um, go on Twitter and I come across this message that I'm about to read and talk about. And the person from Twitter, their name is at Limitless Mind. I don't know if I was following them before, but after I saw this post, I definitely followed them. And I feel like a lot of the times when stuff like this happens, when I'm going through an experience and I come across something that matches what I'm going through, I really appreciate it because it gives me like some kind of, not necessarily reassurance, but it's just kind of like soothing of my mind that like, I'm not going crazy. And it gives me, at least with this post, I felt like it gave me some like information to make me relax and be like okay it's not your I don't even know if to say your fault but like just let it go and I feel like this retrograde I am really practicing um, as best as I can not only patience but also just like learning how to not take things personal but not even just that but I think that a lot of times I don't necessarily take it personal from everyone it's more so just people that I'm really close with and like that I will ride or die for. And when I have experience with those people where I feel like that's not the same reciprocation, that's the part that's hurtful. And that's the part that will bring up different emotions as like sadness and definitely anger. And I think that a lot of that, what this situation happened, it made me proud of myself because I was able to kind of not only not take it personal and react to what they were doing and what they were saying to me, but also to understand because of the studying that I've been doing, especially when it comes to um, spiritually, like spirituality and like um, just how to live my life and being more in tune with my soul, I was able to understand that like this person and what they're saying to you is not... I don't even say if, if if it's whether they're true feelings or not. It's like they're being used by um, sometimes. Okay, let me backtrack. So like I've said, I feel like I've said it before on the podcast that how a lot of the times, all right, I think about this quote a lot, right? And even though it was an instance where a lot of people were like two-sided, some people were against what happened. Some people thought it was, appropriate but I think about the the slap that Will Smith did on Chris Rock right and I'm not even focusing on the act of the smack I like the quote that 
he said when he accepted the speech. And he said, let me make sure. Ooh, I can't remember. Hold on. He said something like, at your highest moments, you know, you, you if you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. He was like basically saying in the terms of like, be very careful because at your highest moment, that's when the devil will come and try to use people to, to basically ruin your moment, right? And ruin your growth or your transition or your, your moment, whether whatever that may be. And I thought about how, I don't know why I just did that. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, how I took this experience and was able to flip it into like, oh, okay, I must be I must be close, right? I must be close to the things that I've been praying for and manifesting because this instance is literally coming out of left field and it was unsolicited and it was very much unnecessary, but um, it was helpful to me because I didn't have to take, I didn't take what the person was saying personally, at least I learned to to get to that point after a few minutes, but also to just understand that like, I, I am on the right path because there is no reason for that. There was no reason for that to have happened, but it made me think about this podcast that I have, that I'm always talking about Jerry flowers and how he says that sometimes, um, when, when, um, like when the devil is trying to get to you, they will use they're going to use Chanel. Sorry. I don't know when my phone's not charging, but they will use that. He will use, um, certain events and like people to, to try to distract you. And, um, basically what it's saying is like when something happens to you and, and someone says something to you out of pocket or whatever, like that, that usually is a sign that you're very close to what you're you've been doing good, right? You've been on the right path. You've been doing what you're supposed to do and you're close to your reward. And so those kind of instances occur to kind of test you and potentially deter you from remaining in the energy that you need to be to receive your blessings. And so I feel that I passed that because I didn't react the way that I need, that I probably could have, right? I could have reacted in a negative way back to that person, but instead I kind of just um, brushed it off and just chose to like stay in my element. Right. And so, um, yeah, I feel like that was just kind of something that drew me to, to get to this, this, uh, episode that I'm talking about today and this quote. And so I came across it and I felt like it was definitely helpful to me. It could be helpful to somebody else too. Um, so I'm going to read it. So like I said, it's from at limitless mind and it says, if someone is falling behind in life, you don't have to remind them. Believe me, they already know. If someone is unhealthy, they know. If someone is struggling in their relationships with money, with self-image, they know. It's what consumes their thoughts each day. What you need to do for those who are struggling is not to reprimand, but to encourage. Tell them what's good about their lives and show them the potential that you see. Love them where they are. When we can't see clearly for ourselves, we need others to speak greatness over us. People don't need you to tell them what is wrong with their lives. They already know. They need you to reassure them that they can still make it right. And so I saw this message literally minutes after this conversation that I was having. And um, 
like I said, it was helpful to me, kind of calm me down. And it just made me like realize like, okay, that's, I was feeling that, but I didn't have the words for it. Cause I think I was more so just thrown off by the fact that the person was doing that and who it was coming from. And so, um, yeah, I feel like that that's a very fitting, especially because of the situation that I'm in right now, as far as just work and a lot of just a lot of shifts that are occurring in my life that I didn't necessarily initiate. And I'm learning to adjust to them as best as I can while still being proactive within my life and trying to balance having fun and not even just having fun, but like balance keeping my mental health, right? And I think that, like it's saying, if someone's falling behind, you don't need to remind them. I think that in certain instances, maybe you do. Like if you know that someone is already in a bad position in their life, like, okay, like me, like my work situation, I don't have work right now. I don't have a job. But if I think it's different if I didn't have a job and I was like laying in the bed all day, all night, not making any effort, not applying for jobs, just like wallowing in sorrow and not trying to progress in life, then that would, that would, I would say you could have a conversation with someone still being somewhat gentle, right? Because everyone's mental health is differently, but being encouraging, like it says the the emphasis on being encouraging, that's one thing. But if you're, if you know that someone's in a, in a bad position and then you want to go and be the like, another foot to kick them down or be kick them in the face about their situation or just about them in general. Um, I think that says something about your character, but also it's like, again, that situation, I could have said that this person's a horrible, like, um, let me not say that, said something about their character or just, you know, gone back and forth with them. But you have to realize that again, like I say before, hurt people hurt people. And so while it's not excusable, the behavior, you have to think outside of yourself and say, uh, this person is clearly hurting, but what I'm going to do for, for me, right, um, is to not, not engage, right? And um, it's, I think I posted it on my page yesterday on Black Hippie Lounge, this book that I've been reading, it's called The Five Types of People Who Will Ruin Your Life. And the that is a, a really good book I, I would definitely recommend I've been listening into it on audiobook and it's more than just like listing off types of people it goes into the depths of like the psychological aspect of these people they're called HCPs and it's it stands for ooh, what does it stand for I'm a psych major I should know that but <laughs> um Basically, like it's talking about how they're different personalities. Um, like how these people have different personalities, like paranoia and um, sorry. I okay, they're called high conflict personality disorder, and there's different variations of them they could be people that are paranoid they are people that can be just manipulative um but like narcissism so it's different versions of it but when you listen to the or you read the book it goes into depth of the things that they would do right and in different situations because sometimes it could be work related it could be family related it could be like romantic relationships but the things that doesn't change with them is that their patterns 
And um, yeah, I would definitely recommend that book, but it made me think about this instance as well and just what it's saying in this, this quote, right, that I read and how sometimes people, if they're dealing with something, a lot of times they will, pro we project, right? As humans, sometimes we project, even when we don't mean to, we could be having a bad day and then we'll try to pick on someone that is, is an easy, easy target in our eyes. And whether it be to just let out your emotions on the person, but also sometimes like to, um, to let out your emotions of the person, but also to see if you can get a reaction out of them and, and, um, to kind of validate what you think of yourself, if that makes sense. And it's, it can be a, a messy game that I personally don't want to engage in. So again, like I said, my resolution to that was just to not even really engage in it and just let, let it be. Sometimes it's better. I think I used to be that person that, oh, you're not about to get off on me or you're not about to do that to me. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to fight. Like, I'm going to argue with you um, or, you know, put you in your place sort of speak but as you mature you realize that like it's it's not about you it's about it's them a lot of the times people are projecting <laughs> so it's better to just be like oh well you know what that I, for me what I did I pray for you because I'm sorry that you're going through what you're going through but I am not your savior and you gotta some you gotta save yourself and like I said I can pray for you but I have to do what I need to do for me I'm my own I'm on my team I'm fighting for my team right now so you know that's just what it is <laughs> um so like I said uh I think the message that I really liked about it is just like having it's more than just having compassion for someone and um, being nice to them, but also like a big thing that I really promote and I wish that people would start doing, especially when it comes to dealing with me. And that's a boundary that I'm really, I've already feel like I've tried to enforce it with people, but I'm going to have to be very, very clear is like check in with me or with other people about their mental health before you start doing something. And in the sense of like, okay, if you know that you want to get something off your chest or whatever the case may be, if you really care about that person, check in with their mental health first, because you you really just don't know what people are going through. And I think about the fact of like, I, if my mental health was really, really bad and I was in a really terrible state mentally and that instance occurred, that could have went very bad for me. Right. And so I'm again, I'm not saying that people should walk around on eggshells with the way they, they interact with people, but just being mindful of the way you speak to people and the things you say to people, because words are powerful and words are like, you can't take it back. Right. Whatever you say to someone, you can't take it back. You can apologize, but the damage can be done. And. Yeah, it's just very important like to check in with people. Like I've done that before on my page where I've posted something for people to be able to, um, you know, say what their mental health estate is, right? And um, especially nowadays and just how things are, whether it be health-wise, mental health, and just in general life, right? Life is just really life in right now. So just check in with people. And if you know that you can't, you're not in a state to be, just chill and just, you know, 
coming out, coming from a genuine place of making sure that this person is good, then just don't, I would say, don't bother them. <laughs> like if you're feeling that much, write it in your diary. I don't know, but just don't, just don't bother people. I think that that's not cool. And um, again, learning how to practice emotional maturity in the way that you interact with someone, because you should still be able to get your point across without being rude or being mean or saying things to make someone feel bad about themselves. Um, I think the rain is, is messing up um, my internet, but yeah, hopefully that was helpful. Um, I'm trying to see what other, what other parts it says. Yeah. I mean, really it's just like, we're all adults, right? We know when we're, when we're not doing well, if someone's not, it's just like, if someone has gained weight, I don't think they really need you to say, oh, you put on some pounds, like, uh, unless they're blind or <laughs> they don't <laughs> have mirrors or anything like that, if they can't physically, they've never physically seen themselves. I think they know that they they gain weight. Um, if they look like they are tired, I think they already know. They don't need you to remind them. <laughs> um, if they, again, like it says, if they're not, if they're struggling, they don't need you to remind them. You, you don't need to do that. That is not coming from a, a, a loving place. That's coming from an evil, not evil, but just mean-spirited like that's being mean-spirited and it's usually unnecessary and again it says to you know encourage people again you don't have to give them your wallet you don't have to do anything really for them but just sometimes just words like hey i know you're going hey i know you're in that situation it, you're gonna be fine like sometimes just sending something like that to someone out of the blue is can be helpful right you never know what someone's going through at that minute, at that moment. And your words can be very detrimental. I think that's my main point of this message is that be very careful of what you say to people. Um, and, and take the time to think before you speak about what your intentions are, where you're coming from. Um, because yeah, we're here to help people. We're not here to like bring people down. And again, if you're not in a space to to offer that, then leave them alone. Um, that's that's the biggest one. If it's not, if they didn't reach out to you or start anything with you, then leave people be. If you can't be, you can't be positive and and encouraging to people, especially when they're in a in a tough spot, then just leave it alone. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much what I had to say. Actually, no, it's not. Okay, so this is the other message that I was going to add to it. It's a long one. So this is from this page called at Gaia Gaialect on on Twitter. She sometimes she posts like um what's it called? horoscopes, but this is something else that she added to. So it says, when someone hurts us, we want to understand the why behind their actions. That desire to understand may stem from how deeply we care about them or our desire to preserve the relationship, but it's also our need for control. If I can understand their reasoning and explain away their motive, then it will hurt less and I can forgive sooner. But another aspect of hurt that I wanted to expand upon today is how hard it can be to trust again after a betrayal. Whether it was an outward lie or a lie of omission, both things almost equally as deceptive. It can be so hard to trust that they had a lapse in judgment. 
Uh, it can be so hard to figure out how to efficiently forgive a person who is in your face asking for an opportunity to show you that they want to do better. Now I reflected on why forgiveness was so hard for me, specifically after I feel betrayed. And like almost everything else I talk about on this platform, again, this is from Gaia Elect, it begins and ends with trauma. A lot of us have had experiences in the past where maybe our caregivers or family or friends betrayed us or hurt us and continue to do so in the same way. When you feel betrayal again, you are hurt, but also battling this trauma response of wanting to forgive that person and attempt to move forward, but your body is screaming to run because everyone before them has let you down. Everyone before them didn't deserve the chance they got. So if you are in this position right now, caught between a rock and a hard place, fearfully involved with someone who operated from trauma and hurt you, but has exhibited some change behavior and still comes around, I suggest talking to them. And I mean, really talking to them. This requires deep effort and maturity on your part, but it can be so hard to intellectualize what specifically hurt us about a situation. Tell them what hurt and why and how and pay attention to how they respond. Are they caring, remorseful, and empathetic, or are they dismissive? To rebuild trust in a relationship, both parties must be willing. Both parties should be bearing their soul in that moment, not just you. Anyone can say sorry, but do you feel that they are remorseful? Do they show up for you every day and give you the space to unpack again? In true sorrow, there's no room for ego. If you hurt, if your hurt makes them uncomfortable and they're willing to endure that to make it up to you, I believe that is true remorse. But if you want to really heal things and they give you <laughs> what? Hold on. Sorry, I lost my place. Eh. I don't know if they give you something, but in true sorrow, there is no room for ego. If your heart, if your hurt makes them uncomfortable and they're willing to endure that to make it up to you, I believe that that is true remorse. But if you want to really heal and okay, really heal things, and they give you the space to speak, then please speak. Don't hold things in that are meant to come out. Don't shackle things that are meant to be freed. Don't smother things that are meant to breathe. Forgiveness takes two people dedicated to mending. Don't stick around after half-assed apologies. You always deserve more. So um, I thought this message was interesting also because again, like a lot of, like I was able to, in my situation, but in other situations, I've been in that space too, where emotionally mature, just being able to be like, all right, you hurt people, hurt people. And so usually if someone's doing something like that, it's because they're hurting. Um, again, I'm not saying that it's completely excusable behavior, but it's more so a chance for you to kind of look in and be the bigger, I don't even know if I say bigger person, but it's all about protecting your energy and protecting your mind and your heart. And so you have to get, you get to decide if you want to engage or not, if you want to, um, how and how you want to engage in that um, situation. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy because somebody can catch you on a bad day. You know, like sometimes I know I can, I know people can agree with that, but like sometimes people will catch you on a bad day and um, they might not get an emotionally mature response from you. And sometimes they'll catch you on a bad day, but you're in a headspace where you're like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I'll let it, I'll let that, even though I'm not saying necessarily let it go, but I'm going to handle it in a different way. 
Um, so it really just depends on your mood and your mind state. And so that's why I said it's important to check in with people's mental health before you start having those kind of conversations, right? Especially nowadays, because so many people are going through things. So um, yeah, my pain, my main point with this message is just like, being mindful of the things that you say to people, being mindful of um, the point of, of why you're doing something. Make sure you have a good reason for why you are, you know, saying certain things to someone or um, getting an idea of what your your goal is with it. Um, and learning how to just be more... I don't even say loving, but just like be more considerate of, of people's feelings and their mental health. And um, because more than likely you would like the same treatment for you, right? So um, I think that's all I highly have to say on that episode um, or on this topic, but hopefully it was helpful. I haven't even really thought about what the title would be, but I thought it was interesting just based on my experience and that coincidentally, I just happened to come across that, um, those posts after the conversation that I had. So it was pretty fitting and I was like, all right, I, I definitely got to want to talk about that. So, um, hopefully you're enjoying the rest of your, your weekend, um, and going into the new week. Um, it's still pretty cold and rainy here in Boston. So, I'm really hoping that we get some spring weather soon. <laughs> um, but wherever you are, if you're if you have good weather, then you are very lucky. Um, but yeah, um, as always, this is the Black Hippie Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Chanel. Um, meditate, manifest, invest in you. Take care of you. Um, protect your peace, protect your mental health. And if you haven't already, go check out my page um, to purchase like t-shirts or hoodies. Um, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Black Hippie Lounge. And yeah, that's it. Take care. <laughs>